welcome you to our Bible study time together. We're studying some of the Psalms and finding truth for our lives that will help us just live each day in Christ's power and strength. And today I want to talk about focus. And the psalmist in Psalm 123 talks about that. Maybe it'd be good just to ask ourselves the question, what is the focus of your life? What are you aiming at? Uh, So many people are unsure and uncertain, and therefore their life has little meaning, and they accomplish very little because they're aimless. They really don't know what their target is. They don't really know where they're going. They don't really know what they're shooting at. They don't know where they're headed. And so I think it's important to choose to focus, but I think it's also important to choose to focus on the right things. So many people are focused on money, material things, and pleasure that they miss the focus that matters, the focus that frees and liberates and and sets us into position to live a life worth living. The psalmist talked about that. Let me read to you what he said in Psalm 123. I'll lift up my eyes to you who sit enthroned in heaven, as the eyes of slaves look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a female slave look to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God, till he shows us mercy. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy on us. And we have endured no end of contempt. We have endured no end of ridicule from the arrogant, of contempt from the proud. The psalmist has a focus. I want you to notice the priority focus of his life. He says, I will lift up my eyes to you, O Lord, to you who are enthroned in heaven. The verb indicates in lifting up his eyes that that he's already lifted them to the Lord and he's still lifting his eyes to the Lord and will continue to lift his eyes to the Lord. He's made a deliberate choice. Now, what does that mean to lift your eyes to the Lord? Does that mean you're looking up at heaven? No, not necessarily at all. It means your focus is on the Lord because we can't see the Lord. We can't see God. We can't see Jesus. So it's not a matter of looking at a picture of Jesus or it's not a matter of looking up into the heavens. It's a matter of a focus of our mind. And the eyes here are are just the, the picture of how everything we see comes through the eyes. So he wants us to, to recognize this focus. And we have to decide, uh, are we going to look inward at ourselves? Are we going to look outward to the Lord and other people? Are we going to, to look at <clears throat> what's difficult and hard? Are we going to look at the Lord for strength to deal with the difficult and hard? And the psalmist talks about this. He, he said he'd made this choice. It was not just a choice he made on some special occasion or some whim in some moment, but it was his settled, constant, daily choice. It was the choice of his life. It was the determined, settled choice of everything. I'm going to daily, regularly, every day, seek the Lord. And that's what he was saying. That was, that was what he was <clears throat> declaring. And This, I think, is to take that look beyond circumstances, beyond the moment, beyond the difficulty, beyond the problem, to to look past all of that, to know that we have a purpose, and that is we're going to seek God, we're going to look to the Lord, we're going to uh, make him the focus of our lives. The psalmist earlier in Psalm 121 said, I'm going 
to look to the Lord, that is where my help comes from, because he is the one who never slumbers nor sleep. He is the one who keeps me. He is the one who protects me. He is the one who guards me. That's why we can look to him, because he's the one who does all those. The psalmist says here he is enthroned in the heavens. This reminds us of the prayer of Hezekiah when he and his people of Judah were surrounded by the terrible army of the Assyrians. And what hope, what chance, what possibilities did they have against such an enemy so much more powerful than they? King Hezekiah looked to the Lord, and he brought the letter that had been sent to him by his enemies and laid it out before the Lord. And in verse 14 of 2 Kings 19, the Bible says, Then Hezekiah took the letter from the hand of messengers and read it. And he went up to the house of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord, the God of Israel, you are enthroned above the angels. You are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. And listen to the words of Sennacherib, who was the enemy king, which he has sent to reproach the living God. Truly, O Lord, the kings of Assyria have devastated the nations and their, and their lands and cast their gods into the fire. For they were not gods, but the work of man's hands, wood and stone. So they destroyed them. And now, O Lord our God, I pray, deliver us from his hand that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone, O Lord, are God. What a tremendous prayer and what a tremendous way to express that prayer as he acknowledged that there was one true God and that his only hope was in the Lord and that he was looking to the Lord to provide that hope and to provide what was necessary to meet the needs of himself and his people. The psalmist said in this passage that we are focusing on today, Psalm 123, he said, you are to do as a maid focuses her eyes upon the hand of her mistress to get the signal to know what to do. You see, a servant... Uh, doesn't have to hear a word. They don't. They they know their, they know their master. So they, they just do. They they just take a little signal and go and do whatever it is they want. And that's what we must do with the Lord. We must be so close to Him that we know we know His will. We know His purpose, because His word is clear, and because we know His word, and we study it, and we learn it, and we we let Him guide us. And that's the way our lives must be, as we look to Him. And a disobedient slave would always fail to meet the desires of the master and thus be in trouble. But notice also the the purpose of, of our focus. The psalmist says that his looking to the Lord has a purpose. And he says, so our, our eyes look to you, Lord, until you show us mercy or be gracious, some translations put it that you have mercy on us. Then he begins to pray, be gracious or be merciful to us. We need your, your mercy and your grace. You probably, you know, most, uh, most people think that they need justice, but most of us need much more than justice. You've probably heard the story of the very vain woman who had pictures made, and when she saw the proofs, the photographer said, these are the pictures that I've made, and and she looked at them and she said, but they do not do me justice. And the very honest photographer said, dear lady, you don't need justice, you need mercy. And that's what we all need. We need mercy because we don't measure up and we need grace. And that's what the 
the psalmist is praying for him. I'm looking to you, Lord, because what I need is mercy. I need something I cannot provide, something that no human can provide, something that only you can give me, and that is mercy, which includes grace and forgiveness and salvation. Well, keep that in mind this week and look to the Lord, seek the Lord, and ask him for his mercy every day, and you will receive it. God bless you. Have a great day.